Hey everyone, welcome back to the Glass Seeds Podcast. This is where two hockey aficionados discuss their perspectives on headlines surrounding the NHL, including recent stories, game highlights, league culture, and other topics trending amongst the fans. I'm Vidi. My name is Bernal, and this week I have been watching so much hockey. It must be nice. I've been, uh, you know, whatever else I'm doing during the day, I just leave the leave my iPad up, and I just, uh, from 4, 4 p.m. here on the West Coast to 10 p.m., it's running whatever games on ESPN. Yeah, see, I can't do that because whatever, even if I'm trying to do something in the background, uh, it just kind of gets blurred out with by the hockey. Like, I just tune way too in, mm-hmm. get way too into the hockey, so can't really be doing all that but uh you know like I, I try to watch what i can so i'm jealous yeah. i'm not gonna lie see the score see the highlights afterward yeah yeah it's I just mean, not the same though but like yeah. you know i i do what i can for sure yeah yeah so i mean this episode we're gonna run down each of the playoff series give our thoughts so far um most of them have been played two games uh we're filming on thursday april 20th so um there is two games going on right now mm-hmm. the west coast games so mm-hmm. um we'll give it thoughts about that and see what it's going and we got some other topics at the end of the show as well. But uh, shall we jump into the playoff series? Yeah, let's do a quick check-in. All right, Boston versus Florida. This one was the most contentious in our little uh, preview episode. You mm-hmm. and I were on opposite sides here. Mm-hmm. Series is 1-1, so we're still facing each other down. Yep, there you go. I'm still I'm still confident in my Panthers in five prediction. Um, mm-hmm. Something I'd, I'd like to know, I mean, it's it's been... It's been pretty early. Like, the series hasn't gone very far. It's only two games in. Um, but it's, it feels like it's been a lopsided series. And by that, I mean the winning team has played well and the losing team has played pretty badly. Um, yeah, so, like for, if, for example, it um, Florida could hardly set up a power play in game one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Boston was, uh, I think you used the words turnover machine yeah. uh, in game two. And, yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of embarrassing for Florida the first game, mm-hmm. and I was kind of embarrassing for Boston the second game. Mm-hmm. So, series starts now. Yeah, one game each burned. It's best of what is that five now? Mm-hmm. So, should be good. Yeah. Uh, we're going into Sunrise next game. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm still looking intense. I'm hoping Boston can bounce back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I have faith. So no Panthers in five, but you five. Know. Damn, yep. that's a bold prediction. Okay, Panthers in five. I'm still going with it. All right, right. <laughs> Uh, Toronto versus Tampa, the other Atlantic series here. Mm-hmm. Uh, game one, Toronto kind of got outclassed. Yeah. And then game two, Tampa got outclassed. Yeah. Big, uh, big scores in each game. Yeah, yeah. Game two uh, just finished uh, not too long ago, maybe a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so my my issue with it is, uh, you know, there's so much controversy with it, you know, between the Michael Bunting hit and everything else. Um, my biggest takeaway from it was... Uh, sure, the the officiating was uh, questionable uh, mm-hmm. and inconsistent, bad, whatever word you want to use. But uh, in game one, it was even worse hockey by the Leafs, in my opinion. It doesn't change the fact that they lost by, well, like four goals or something like that. Yeah. Um, and some of those goals that uh, Samson led in were just unacceptable at an NHL playoff level. So, um, yeah, so sure, the, uh, you know, the officiating wasn't great, but uh, you can't just blame everything on that. Yeah, plus I think um, coming out in the third period after being severely down, the Leafs mm-hmm. were just flat in that third period. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> you're saying Samsonov, but I'm looking at some of those goals and like defensemen just floating around. Yeah. So I think that fight just wasn't there for them. Yeah. But it came back strong in game two. Yes, it did. And um, in game one, uh, one Eric Cernak for the Lightning is out after um, Michael Bunting's hit to the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Michael Bunting suspended three games. Mm-hmm. Um, Tampa Bay is also missing Victor Hedman. 
yeah. uh, who also went out with an injury. And yeah. missing those two defensemen, I think, showed a lot in game two. Yeah, it did. Uh, Tampa would just get hemmed in their zone by mm-hmm. Toronto. And Toronto has, obviously, a very strong offensive end. Uh, they just get stuck, and they're missing the breakouts. Yeah. Their breakouts were sloppy, and they really need Hedman back there, yeah. Cernak back there. So hopefully those guys are back sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But um, tr- uh, Tampa's got to figure out a way out of this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one one interesting point I, I brought up, I can't remember where I saw it, but I was wondering, like, what do you think on – because Toronto has had a history, at least in the past couple of years, of having – a dirty hit happen in the first mm-hmm. round and it almost dooms their team every single time. It was almost always Nazem Kadri, yeah. but now it's Michael Bunting. Do you think that could be a repeat offender right now? I mean, it's weird how history keeps repeating itself <laughs> where the Leafs are concerned, mm-hmm. but um, I think Bunting is not as critical to the team as Kadri was in those playoffs. Right. So agree. if they're going to recover, I think they can. Yes. Actually, I think this hurts Tampa a little bit because... Bunting is kind of a player who has a hot temper, and you can take advantage of that, get some power plays. Mm-hmm. Now he's not in the lineup. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be a bit of a struggle there, I think. Um, so I think it's not that bad for Toronto. Yeah. Realistically looking. Yeah, I think they will be able to recover. I, I don't think, I, again, it's same same thing with the Boston series, um, Boston-Florida series. It's 1-1, series starts now. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whoever really wants it, whoever's more disciplined, whoever's going to fight through it, it's going to get it. Yep. Well said. All right, Carolina Islanders. What are you thinking? Um, so yes, it, it was definitely some. Uh, it was not some. It, it was definitely some dominance by Carolina, but the Islanders looked a little bit lost, in my opinion. Not mm-hmm. maybe not too hungry, and again, more inconsistent refing. Um, in this case, I, I I can't remember who it was, but there was a blatant high stick um, that led to a Carolina goal, and the ref was. <laughs> Not the ref, uh, the uh, the linesman yeah. was watching it happen and just watched it happen because he didn't have an orange armband on. I was like, this is, something about this just feels wrong, right? Yeah. And it just leads to another goal in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. I very, mean, very odd. It's just playoff refing, right? Right. But, oh, God, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been very interesting to say the least. I think maybe it was the camera angle that I saw that made it mm-hmm. especially bad, but he literally watched the Islanders guy get taken down and just looked at him. <laughs> It was just it was almost, it was borderline comedic, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting series so far, two zero for Carolina, but we'll see how it goes. I guess. Yeah. Honestly, I've been watching Carolina play. Mm-hmm. Um, they are down a few injuries: Max Pacioretty, Andre Svechnikov, and now um, Tara Taravainen is mm-hmm. also out. But they've been fun to watch. Yeah, I've been surprised. Yeah, you know, I, I you saw in our preview like I was hyping up some of these other series here, but. This one kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. And um, the Sharks fan in me is loving Brent Burns' performance. Yeah. He's got, I think, four, four assists. Yeah. So it's been fun to watch. Playoff Burns, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I've been, uh, I mean, I've been watching Carolina because I think I, I, I have them for, for the cup win. But, like, you know, let's see. <coughs> one series at a time. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey, New York has been uh, a little disappointing. Yeah. Don't hella, you think? Hella boring. I, I don't like the series at all. 5-1 both games, I think it was. Um, yeah. I was expecting a lot more vengeance between the two teams. This has been an absolute snooze fest. I mean, if you're a Rangers fan, congrats. You're 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 killing it. But <laughs> you know, you went to Jersey and took two games. Um, and you're going back home and you could you have a chance to close out the series. But uh from a fan who has no dog in this fight, uh boring. Jersey jerseys looked lost. Yeah, man. very. I was expecting this is the Battle of the Hudson. This is like mm-hmm. a, supposed to be a huge playoff series and mm-hmm. Jersey's just not been in it. Yeah. It's it's just like uh, arguably, this is the most bl- boring playoff series I've seen in a while. Yeah, which, which is, really sucks. But a little disappointing. Yeah, but I guess it shows you can't manufacture rivalries; they just happen. Yeah, 
You know? Yeah. All right, moving out to the West, Colorado, Seattle. Seattle wins game one in a shocker. Mm-hmm. Game two is going on right now. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking here? So, clearly wrong about my prediction so far. Um, the, the thing to note was I don't think Colorado looked terrible. Yeah. I think Seattle just looked better, especially Grubauer, um, uh, you know, facing his former team and everything. It was, I'm sure he feels great. Um, but I don't think Colorado is out of, out of this in any means. Right now, we have game two going on as we record this podcast. It's still 2-2. Um, Colorado's not out yet. Yeah, Seattle did get a game, but this this series is far from done. Yeah, I don't think anyone's counting Colorado out. That's mm-hmm. the rate. That's the defending champ. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can't count them out. Yeah, I mean, it, it, sure, it was great to have that w- one game of Seattle Magic, but uh, to to yeah, count the champs out even without Landeskog, that's a that's a yeah. foolish move. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would say though, it got me a lot more interested in watching the series mm-hmm. that Seattle won a game yeah. right after that. I want to yeah. watch it now. Yeah, so. I, I would agree. It's also yeah. a much, uh, being on the West Coast, it's a little bit easier to watch those games. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's I, I was expecting a sweep, didn't get it, and now all of a sudden I'm intrigued. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Should be good, should be good. Yeah. Dallas versus Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Nothing controversial here, right? <laughs> yeah, Just totally good not. old hockey. Yeah, totally <laughs> not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For those of you who missed it, uh, Joe Pavelski went out on a hit by Matt Dumba, which... Mm-hmm. Sparked a lot of debate amongst fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Dumbo was originally called for a five-minute penalty, uh, which was reduced to a two-minute after review. Yeah. Deeming uh, was for interference, I believe. Or uh, what was it? Interference, or was it just doesn't matter? Yeah. But yeah, basically for a hit on Pavelski. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the obvious. What did you think of the hit? Um, I was a little bit more. I'm a big Pavelski fan, so I was my bias came out a little bit. I I was definitely a little bit angry about it. Um, thought it was a. Uh, almost like a jump hit. It definitely wasn't a jump hit now that I watch enough replays of it. My opinion, though, it was a little bit late. It was a little late, and it was uncalled for in the sense that, sure, you got to finish your checks in the playoffs, but that seemed borderline, like, not gentlemanly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, after watching it, like, the day later, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, if you want to go by the letter of the NHL rules, it wasn't a dirty hit. Yeah, it was a legal hit by the rules. but By the code? It was messed up in my opinion. I mean, not even the code. I would argue there was no hockey player reason to make that hit. Agreed. Pavelski had given up the puck. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not in a position to score. He was behind the net. Mm-hmm. And he was not... Uh, looking. One, he wasn't He wasn't looking. And he uh, was not in like, a position to get a pass or something. Mm-hmm. So, and if you watch Dumba, he rises up uh, in the hit. He doesn't leave his skates. Yeah. So technically legal. Yeah. But he does rise up. Yeah. And, you know... I feel like Pavelski saw him at the last second and, like, mm. kind of flinched for it. Mm. And I feel like if he hadn't, that could have been contact to the head. So yeah. it was very, very close. Yeah. So, I mean, fine. It's legal. But that was still, in my book, that's kind of a dirty hit. Yeah. Like, you had no reason to make... The real reason to make that hit was to, I feel like, to, you know, take Pavelski out for right. um, some period of time, right? Right. Like, I don't think he meant to injure him, mm-hmm. but, you know... You bruise him a little bit, try yeah. to get him off his game, and unfortunately, Pavelski hit the ice on the way down. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it, it, I think it's, if anything can be said, it's more unfortunate the way he fell, mm-hmm. uh, of all things. You know, head, I believe it was head first, um, and, you know, he's in concussion protocol. He didn't travel to uh, Minnesota for games three and four. Oh, okay. um, hopefully, you know, we'll see We'll see how he goes. Um, hopefully, he recovers quickly and is able to hop back into the series. Um, but, you know, 
Yeah. Ho- hopefully it's not anything major. Yeah, but to be said, Dallas was in game one. Um, mm-hmm. They lost in overtime off a of bad bounce. Yeah. And game two, they won convincingly. Yeah. So I think Dallas is doing all right without him, but if he doesn't come back for later rounds, it's something to keep an eye out for. Mm-hmm. One one last part I wanted to touch on for this was yeah. um, uh, between the two games, it's interesting to see. Uh, yeah, it was a bad bounce in game one of, in double overtime for the Stars. But uh, Philip Gustafson, um, you know, he stood on his head, and he's the reason. I mean, I, I don't know how much of the overtime you were able to see. It was mm-hmm. late. Um, but there was, like, stick saves, and, you know, his def- yeah, yeah. defensemen were, were helping him out, too. Um, in game two, Flurry didn't look great, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I don't know why they went to Flurry. Yeah. Like, I Gust- mean, when Gustafson had, had a great game one. Yes, exactly. When he had all that momentum, and then you went to Flurry after that, yeah. it just, why? Yeah. Why? Just ride your hot goaltender. Like, and Flurry honestly didn't look good. No. I'm a huge fan of Flurry, but he was flying out of the net in some of those saves, mm-hmm. giving up rebounds. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's, let's see. Hopefully hopefully he recovers and maybe it was just a one game fluke, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes, how the series goes. So Yeah. Vegas, Winnipeg. Mm hmm. This was supposed to be Vegas' series to win, but mm-hmm. Winnipeg has made this a fight. Yeah. Um, they won game one. Um, they're leading in game two as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what do you think here? Uh, yeah, surprised. Uh, and the the biggest note I can make, uh, at least from game one, I haven't, as you said, game two is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas looks sloppy. Vegas looks sloppy, not just sloppy, but they looked very reliant on their goalie. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember who was in that. I think uh, it was Laurent Brassois. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they looked very reliant on the goalie. And then they just, you know, like, it was almost like, the Vegas style, just go all out, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> everything in on red, whatever. Um, and just like kind of went all in on the offense. And then, you know, if the defense doesn't have it, that's too bad. Laurent Brassard will bail us out. And he can't. He can't do it every single time. He did what he yeah. could. He played great. But you still got lit up five times, right? Yeah. Like, you got to have a better strategy than that. So Honestly, I don't think Vegas wants to end up in a situation of a goalie v. goalie matchup because you're facing Connor Hellebuck at the other end. That's true. Like, no shame on Brassois, but that's Connor Hellebuck. Yeah, you that's know? no winner. Yep. Like, um, I don't think you want to get into that type of gameplay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to limit. And Winnipeg, if one thing they're known for is offense, right? Right. They try Flea, Wheeler, um, Connor, and PLD. Wheelers, mm-hmm. PLD. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Winnipeg right now is kind of winning that battle, offensive battle going on there. So mm-hmm. be good to watch. I wouldn't count Vegas out. No, they absolutely not. have earned that respect, mm-hmm. but um, we'll see. It's fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, definitely. Uh, getting to the last series here, Edmonton versus LA. This one has lived up to expectations, I'd say. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I am impressed with LA's ability to keep Connor McDavid off the score sheet. They have basically mm-hmm. stapled Philip Deneau mm-hmm. to Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. And... He's held a one assist so far. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that leaves Dreisaitl open. Yeah. <laughs> and Dreisaitl has five points. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I know, like what I said in the preview, Edmonton has the depth this year, mm-hmm. and they've been kind of showing it. Uh, 1-1 in the series, um, the biggest problem Edmonton's having is staying out of the box. Mm-hmm. Like, too many penalties, and that lost them game one. It let LA tie game two, even mm-hmm. though Edmonton won it eventually. Mm-hmm. So if they can clean up some of those penalties... Mm-hmm. I think this should be Edmonton series. I would also say uh, the Kings' lack of offense might have hurt them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and by that, I mean, so th- we we make fun of it in hockey all the time. Oh, get pucks to the net, get pucks deep, whatever. Um, but there's a reason people keep saying it to this day. Um, just get pucks to the net. And I mean, 
in, uh, I believe it was game two, where just a faraway shot by Costin with the pucks to net mentality that ended up being the game winner. I mean, yeah. there was an empty net later, but the game winner was that just, he just shot it from the circle from Ovi's office and it, it just went in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just get pucks to the pucks to the net. Like, King's got to be doing that more often. And I think it's, they'll, it'll pay off and obviously stay out of the box, as you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, don't fault Edmonton's defense. Yeah. Nurse and Ekholm have been playing really well. Yes, they have, yeah. So, um, I'm, this is a series that lived up to its promise, so I'm still excited to keep watching. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you feeling about your prediction so far? Um, I don't feel great, but I don't feel terrible either. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of mine are, are still alive. I think the one I'm off the most on is uh, Colorado-Seattle, um, because I predicted a Colorado sweep, but... I don't, yeah, Colorado hasn't looked terrible, um, like, as I said. And the the one series I'm most surprised by, I would say, is Devils-Rangers, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so overall, not feeling too bad and very surprised by Devils-Rangers. Um, how about you? Like, are, yeah. Do you have any surprises or X-Factors? How are you feeling? Well, I predicted a Boston sweep, and so that one's out the window. Mm-hmm. It'll be at five at best. Mm-hmm. Um I've been surprised by the Vegas Winnipeg, like we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I expected the Knights, especially, to win their two home games, mm-hmm. and then Winnipeg to make it a fight later on. Yeah. But it's been the other way around so far. Yeah. So, that's definitely surprising, so. Yeah, yeah. and and for most teams, it's it's tough to go to Winnipeg, to go in their yeah. home stadium, the Whiteout um, playoff stadium. Both, it's it's tough, difficult to, get, to win there. Like Yeah, both those teams have been really good at home. Mm-hmm. Like, winning in Vegas, Vegas proved it's tough. Yes. You know, um, for whatever reasons. Yeah. But, should be good. Yeah. It's best definitely. time of year still. Yeah, Excited. absolutely. All right. Uh, moving off here, a um, couple other topics, or one other topic we want to talk about this week is um, some reports started coming out between referee Wes McCauley and Toronto Maple Leafs coach Sheldon Keefe at yes. a potential conflict of interest. Uh, I'm going to give a quick summary of the situation here, and then um, you can go ahead and give your thoughts and things like that. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> this goes back to when Sheldon Keefe was a junior player. At that time, he had an agent uh, called named David Frost. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, uh, David Frost was uh, had an accused of sexual assault, mm-hmm. um, and in that trial, Sheldon Keefe testified against David Frost, who was mm-hmm. eventually acquitted. Uh, the conflict of interest comes in because David Frost is Wes McCauley's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. So the question arises, is there a conflict of interest of having someone who testified against your brother-in-law be the coach of a team you are refing? Right. Hopefully that made sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this situation? Um, I, yeah, I, I do see where the concern is. I do see why there could be a, um, an issue in, or in terms of bias, like why it could be problematic. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, going back to, you know, our, our, at least my playoff review of that series so far in game one. Yes, it was bad and it was inconsistent officiating. Um, but at the end of the day, the Leafs did lose by like four, four goals or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't blame all your problems on the ref. Um, you know, all personal matters aside, but it's hard to like completely sweep that one under the rug, you know, like mm-hmm. there, there's always the what if um, going on in people's heads. And uh, I, I'd be lying if I said that wasn't, on my mind too, you know, that it's, it's definitely something to consider. Um, I, I would hope at least that Wes McCauley doesn't let it affect the series, you know, yeah. like I just, we're hoping, you know, we're hoping for the best here and we're hoping that, you know, he's the, uh, the bigger person and not letting, you know, his bias 
get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how you would even be able to prove such a bias. You know, I don't think that's really possible um, unless it's just blatantly like crazy, like calls against like Sheldon Keefe and his, and his Maple Leafs. Um, but yeah, I I don't really think it's something to look too deep into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's something that you can look too deep into. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to rationally prove it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of the day, do what you can, play better hockey, and, you know, focus on the win. Toronto did a great job responding back in game two tonight. Um, just keep that foot on the gas, keep your keep their, or keep their your foot on, on Tampa's neck, and just keep going, yeah. you know? You can't just, uh, sure, th- there's always going to be issues here, there, wherever. Everyone's got personal matters, whatever. You can't, I don't know if you can, really just say, oh, because of this, that's the reason we lost, you know? Yeah. Just, just like, like play hockey, right? Like, yeah. I don't think it's um, a question of this is why they lost the game. I think it's um, a little more general than that. Like, would you say, is Wes McCauley, should Wes McCauley be allowed to ref Toronto Maple Leafs games? I, I mean, if the NHL is really that worried about it, then find a new ref. Yeah. Sure. If you're, if you're really worried that much about, like, a cons- conspiracy theories coming out and not about all this, then sure, find a new ref. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's very easy to sw- swap a ref out. Yeah. Very easy. I mean, like, if yeah, this is more on the NHL position, in my in my opinion. If you really want to just avoid any sort of drama or, or possible X, Y, Z, then just find a new ref. Sure. Yeah. This is what I was going to get into. Like, if you ask me, do you think, do I think Wes McCauley is intentionally calling a game wrong mm-hmm. because of whatever history between mm-hmm. Sheldon Keefe and himself? I would say no. I would hope not. Yeah. Yeah, I would say no. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Do I think the NHL could have just not put Wes McCauley there to even avoid the question? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Like, that would have been easy. Like, he wasn't in game, he wasn't refing game two. Mm-hmm. He only refed game one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was because of backlash from this, but. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be smarter than the NHL to just avoid the question? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I the thing is, what I've noticed with the NHL is sometimes they will uh, let things drag out and then just be like, "Oh, sorry, okay," and then it's done. Uh, basically, how we were talking about, I think it was on the first podcast with the the whole Pride Nights thing. Yeah, uh, they just didn't want to address the issue. They just were like, "All right, it's done." You know. Yeah. Like, all done, you know, we don't have to talk about it anymore kind of thing. And why? Why do we need to keep doing that? It's yeah. okay to be open with your fans. It makes you, as a league, seem a little bit more human, too. Which is, yeah. especially in the NHL, where half your players are robots. Like, I mean... You're like, <laughs> that's a whole other problem. Yeah, that's a separate issue. But, like, <laughs> I mean, just... You are allowed to, like, act like human beings and, like, address the fans and media like like they're actual human beings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just, just give an answer, you know? And, like... You didn't even have to give an answer. You could have avoided the question altogether. Sure. Just put Wes McCauley on the Rangers series. Yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. Yeah, just just fly him down a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know why this even turned it into an issue. And more importantly, did did the NHL, were they just completely unaware of this, this situation? Like, I only saw these reports after game one. Okay. And there was a lot of them, right? So I first saw this on Reddit, like, leading up to game one. Mm, okay. And I think the whole thing came up because Wes McCauley was the assigned coach of a playoff game. Mm. Like, maybe in a regular season game, people aren't paying as much attention, but yeah. you would have had to think this comes out, right? Yeah. And it's not like the NHL was unaware. David Frost was a very prominent agent in junior hockey. Yeah. Wes McCauley is one of the NHL's most famous refs yeah. because of his uh, penalty Antics. calls. Yeah. You know? And Sheldon Keefe is coach of the NHL's biggest franchise. Yeah. Like, if some guy on Reddit figured this out, yeah, someone in the NHL should have known. Right? Yeah, I, it just it just seems 
I don't think really there's any any fingers to point or like I, I don't think anyone's to blame, so mm-hmm. to speak. But if you're really that worried, if I'm the NHL and if I'm trying to avoid any sort of controversy, I would have just swapped him out right off the bat. Yes, yeah. avoid the question whatsoever. Oh, yeah, yeah, as you There's said, just avoid seven the question. Series to put Wes McCauley in. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not like he's. You're not saying, oh, you're you're you know banned from the NHL. You're not yeah. allowed to ref NHL games. I, I'm sure there are refs that have been banned. Um, but like, if just not Maple Leafs. You, you put him exactly in that one where there could be controversy. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. One so that could be controversy, and one that's in Toronto. Yeah. That micro like sees every aspect of this game. Yeah, it's Toronto. Yeah, like, come on. They're analysts for the analysts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're just. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. They. I feel like the NHL should have maybe thought this one through a little bit more. And um, the bigger, I mean, another huge problem is that NHL officiating is a storyline every playoffs. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why is to probably sell tickets, but is storyline is officiating storyline selling tickets? I mean, we're talking about it right now, are we not? Yeah, but we're upset about it. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair. It's not, yeah. I don't go to the, it's not like I look up, oh, hey, Wes McCauley's uh, roughing the Toronto Maple Leafs game. I'm going to spend $500 on a ticket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I would hope not, but like, yeah, I don't know. I I don't think there's much to say um, other than this didn't need to be an issue in the first place. Yeah. So. And I, I don't want to give props to Sheldon Keefe. When mm-hmm. asked about it, he said, uh, yeah, I'm not going to comment on that. It is mm-hmm. what it is. We just got to play hockey. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Sheldon, someone did ask Sheldon Keefe. Yeah. That's the uh, right mentality. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. what I was saying before we got into all this. Like, just play hockey. You know, yeah. do what you can. Like, the universe is going to deal you hands that are sometimes out of out of your out of your um, control. Mm-hmm. Just just do what you can. So, yeah. yeah. And, um Unfortunately, the NHL does not make refs available to media, so mm-hmm. nobody could ask Wes McCauley. Yeah, but, that's uh, that's a whole uh, separate issue we could go on to you know, about refs not getting fined and all this other stuff. But you know, yeah. that's yeah. I don't know. This is I don't even think this is an NHL problem. I think this is an NBA. This is every league problem where refs are just doing worse and worse jobs as the game gets faster and not seeing any repercussions for it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think. One of the topics on this podcast at some point, we should talk about NHL officiating. Yeah, we got a lot to unpack there. And, yeah, uh, we're running up on time here, so mm-hmm. probably not today. Yeah, but eventually. Yeah, that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, leading into uh, next week as well, finishing out the round one series. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's from here on out, if there's one, se- if I told you you could only watch one series, which mm-hmm. one are you keeping your eye on? Not the Rangers and Dallas, that one, that's for sure. <laughs> if that goes the way it has, it's been a snooze fest. But, um, man, I um, now all of a sudden I'm interested in Colorado and Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sure, it, it's it's 2-2 right now, end of the second, game two. Um, still, I, I still think Seattle's got that dog in them. They, they, they have a lot more to give. Um, I think they're going to make this way harder for Colorado than Colorado themselves is expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go Colorado, Seattle. Nice. What about you? For me, it's Edmonton, LA. The mm-hmm. series have lived up to the hype. Edmonton was my Stanley Cup pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that series and uh, looking for more magic. Yeah, yeah I get that. Makes yeah. sense. All right. And that's it for uh, this one. This has been uh, Glass Seats. We're out every Saturday. So uh, tune in and follow along for the rest of the NHL playoffs. We'll see you. Peace. Peace.